where did they show did this particular person show me signs? And I mean, it can be anyone, y'all. We know this. Uh, come on now. If y'all want to talk about it, y'all want to listen to some people that have betrayed you, that's fine with me. Y'all can shout them out. I've been betrayed. Okay? Welcome to another week of Living a Rich Life, Home Edition. I am your host, Rich James. And here on Living a Rich Life Talk Show, we intend to inform, inspire, and remind each other the importance of living a rich life through six principles. Those principles are good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. Today, we have a great lineup as it pertains to the principle extraordinary experiences. Our featured guests will have you and your brand marketed with excellence and professionalism. She is known to provide extraordinary experiences, goals and achievements in the realm of entrepreneurship and marketing. So with that said, let's talk about it. Today's featured guest is an educator, a speaker, a host, a brand consultant, a multimedia strategist, author, and radio personality of 90TQ Jams. Please welcome the voice of experiences, Miss Raven Paris. Yes, intro. (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad and happy to be here. Uh, Thank you for joining us. We appreciate having you on the show and, and let's get right to it. So first and foremost, for those that are watching and listening, um, tell us where you're from and, and what did you inspire to originally be when you was growing up? Um, I'm born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. I aspired to be a Lala reincarnated, okay? <laughs> I used to run home from school to watch like TRL, to watch 106 and Park. I love free, I love AJ. So I grew up wanting to do that. Something on television, I'm getting paid to do what I love just by being myself, interviewing celebrities. That's what I wanted to do. Um, But I actually ended up going to school for social work, communication, Mm -hmm. I mean, not communications. And um, my senior year, that's when I tapped into my passion, created an online radio show, and then the rest was history after that. So I ended up being able to do what I inspired to do growing up. I had a a couple delays and turns, but I, I ended up back where I needed to be. I know, I know that's right. That's that's good. That's good. I love your energy. I got to say that I'm big on energy. I feel this is going to be excellent. Um, so, for those that don't know, you currently that author of a new book. Congratulations! The game yes, yes, yes. I I have my copy as well. Yes. Right. <laughs> so so the, the game changer. Where you talk about how do you use journalism and and marketing skills to work with major companies and, and entrepreneurs and, and all that good stuff. So, so give us an example of you, you making this happen. How did, how did this come to be? So it came about, um, some people may know, some people don't know. I've been doing like brand consulting for like the past three years. And it came to a space where, um, shout out to Karen, that's my spiritual mentor. She was like, Ray, you're not going to be able to meet up and consult with all of your clients or all these people who may need you because your schedule may get busy. You should definitely think about creating like an online course so you can still be able to educate without you actually having to be there. They can still have access to all these resources. So I thought about it. This idea was brought to me like two years ago. Um, But, you know, life happens. Um, I had met with someone to do the website. It didn't work out. So I continued to consult. Um, meeting in person, but it wasn't until COVID happened 
Whereas though, you know, that changed up some things. I shook up the table. Absolutely. And I wasn't able to actually meet with um, people who needed my help just with their branding and strategizing and stuff like that. So I started out by doing like virtual workshops um, through Zoom. Um, I started doing that. And then in the process, I thought, what if I just, instead of doing like a website, because I still had the whole format. I still had all of my notes. I still had everything written down in my MacBook. I just decided to start writing it on pages. You know, pages on MacBook, you could format it as a book. So I started mm -hmm. putting my notes on pages and format it as if like it was a book. And I probably mm -hmm. stayed up for like 48 hours just making sure that I had everything in the order that I thought was important for when you are developing your brand. Um, and then taking you through the journey of basically how to now add value to your brand, how to monetize from your brand, how to cross market your brand with bigger brands and how to do a business plan and how to, the importance of cross marketing, just all those things. I put them in order and then I'm like, wow, I have a book. But now <laughs> like the beginning, now I need to send it off. I need to make sure that um, the verbiage is proper. I need mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm able to reach my target audience. I didn't want to make it sound like it was just to women. It's to women and men. So I had mm -hmm. to make sure that part was done. And then I had to get a photo shoot done. And then I just had to now go through the process of actually making this book um, a reality, actually making it quality, actually making sure that the information in it is, is going to like help, actually help and actually impact. So when I was doing my virtual workshops over <coughs> I was actually using chapters out of my book to teach. So people didn't know I actually had the book, but I was teaching it to make sure that what I had in here was like some substance, that it was actually working and impacting. And as people started leaving me like reviews on Google, um, you go to Raven Paris Brand Consulting, um, people was able to like leave comments and reviews and how what they've learned and what they've applied to their brands and how it's been working. And that gave me enough confidence, like, okay, now I can go and release the book because it's working. And that was the process. Absolutely. So one of the things you just mentioned, the monetizing, which is page 27 for those that are just tuning in. Yeah. It is an excellent book, The Game Changer. And page 27 actually talks about uh, how to monetize when it comes to the entrepreneurship. So you got to get your copy, folks, that's yeah. listening um let, let's keep it let's keep it going so can you tell us how you actually initially got into journalism and marketing yeah so um i would say no one no one taught me this so it was all just been trial and error and passion driven and i just feel like god placed it in my in my destiny mm -hmm. i went to school like i said for social work but my senior year that's when i did my internet radio show so based on how i was able to brand myself as an internet radio show i had love the culture radio um, that was my first year, and a lot of people started to know who I am just based on that. Of course, I had like photo shoots done, and I started having events, and I was cross marketing, I was networking, and mm -hmm. how I branded myself on social media, I was able to bring attention towards myself. And once I noticed how much people was paying attention to me, then I started using my platform, my opportunity to start shedding light on other people, other businesses, other consumers. So then that's how that kind of started and then people started asking me questions over time because they saw my elevation my following year i was at dtlr radio which is in over 300 stores then my third year after that i was at 92q which is like um the number one radio station inside like baltimore like i grew up listening to 92q which is under radio one which is under kathy hoops um and then also that same year i started working with tmz so people just started watching my elevation 
Mm -hmm. and um, started asking me questions like, how are you able to do that? How are you able to get sponsors for your event? How are you able to, do you do all your postings? Do you really do posts or do you have someone else posting for you? Or how do you have a content? <laughs> As they were asking all these questions, I understood that, okay, I'm good at something. I'm doing well with how I'm branding myself. I'm doing well with what I've learned and applied to my own personal brand. So I can actually now make that a service to start teaching other people. And that's kind of like, how it started just based on me like I said being passion driven and being good at what I'm doing and people finding a need and what I was providing I, I love it because I will say as I was reading through it a um, couple of things that I know I was doing and there's a couple of things based on just reading it and hearing it and having this discussion with you yeah. seems like I'm definitely going to try it I can tell you that um, you know my elevation in, in the game of radio again I haven't been doing it as long as you um, and I've worked with and had some amazing guests like yourself. And this, I think right here, this is the game changer for me. Yes. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to say that. That's what I like to hear. Seriously, yep. it's, not, it's not just about, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's not just about like having a book, right? It's mm -hmm. really about having a book that people can learn from and really apply to their lives and really see lucrative results. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. that's why I also made it a workbook. I don't want to just teach. I want you to be able to read what you're seeing and then apply it, understand it in a way that you're able to, and then apply it to yourself so you can ask yourself certain questions and really like use it. Absolutely. Ab you know? Absolutely. So what, what's your favorite task or service that you perform for clients that you absolutely love to do no matter what? Um, what's my favorite thing to do for a client? Well, of course, I would say um, just seeing like results. Like mm, I know when okay. I did social media, um, I did a social media workshop because I've been able to like grow my following. Um, I pay attention to my analytics. I, I pay attention to what I post, what time I'm posting, the quality of the stuff that I'm posting, because it all will create some type of result, whether it's more engagement, whether it's a like, whether it's a follow. So as I did my social media workshop, um, people started taking some of the tips that I told, talk to them about, such as hashtagging, such as paying attention to the time that most of your followers are on, or um, find out if they like videos more, if they like photos more. So like giving them certain tips, as they started acknowledging and paying more attention to their stuff, they started seeing new results. They start seeing what their audience liked the most of. So actually hearing feedback of advice that I've given and seeing people apply it, I like that the most because it shows that I'm not just selling you dreams. I'm selling you stuff that actually works. It's not like a favorite thing because everyone brand is different. Everyone want is different, but it's just more so seeing the results of the advice that I'm giving to people is my favorite part. Because um, everything is different. Some people may want me to help them with strategy. Some people may want me to help them with their social media and I'm creating a social media schedule for them. I'm giving them ideas of what content to post. All of it is different um, and right. I enjoy doing all of it, but more so the results is my favorite part. It makes, it makes sense. It makes sense. Everyone likes to see results, especially the work that they put in. Exactly. So that, that definitely makes sense. Again, exactly. those watching and listening, we have Raven Paris, yes. um, the voice of experience. I, I love that. Where, where did you come up with that concept or that that? slogan that name what they what, what would you call it it is it's, it's it's definitely like a slogan it's like you know it's something that you will be remembered by it's an introduction and i actually learned that when i was in the ween academy which stands for women entertainment empowerment network 
Okay. And it's a um, it's an organization put together to give women of color the blueprint of the industry. I'm um, in New York. So out of like 300 girls, they chose 24 of us. And then we got to do an academy for the summer. So I graduated from the Ween Academy in 2018. So when I was in this academy, um, at that time, our program director, Jazz, she was like, you know, we need to have something where as though it makes us memorable. When we're introducing ourselves to people, well, how are they going to remember, remember us? So I thought about things that, you know, what my brand represents and what I, what do I do? And I am the voice of experiences. I love to give experiences, whether I'm just talking to you on the street. Hey, how you doing? You look good. You smell good. Or whether I'm interviewing you and I'm giving us an experience and I'm just asking you crazy questions that may throw you off or may you make you tap into your emotion a little bit. Or if I'm hosting, I love to, you know, for you to feel my vibe. I love for you to feel my energy. If I'm educating, if I'm teaching. However you look at it, I use my voice to get an experience. So that's how I created the voice of experiences. I, I, I love it. It's very catchy. Very catchy. Very, very catchy. So so share with us, because you talked about some memorable moments and you, you, you got recognized. You got picked 300. You was, what, out of 24 girls, out of 300. So share with us how you felt the moment you were being recognized by the media prints, um, Vice, D, DMV, and Just One PR as DMs 35, under 35 recently. Share us uh, yeah. what that felt like. That was, that was, that was a beautiful feeling. Um, Media Prince is one of like my closest colleagues now, but we just met out on the field. We met probably like three years ago. Um, we were both going to do media at um, Cocktails with Claire, Claire Summers. She's the founder of Fashion Bomb Daily. She was in DC. And um, it was only a selected amount of media folks that actually like was selected to be a part and get interviewed. And we met there and he's just always just been so supportive and he always gives me our roses and he always let me know how hard I'm working and how much of an impact I'm making. And also it's a lot, sorry, it's also a lot of people in um, my, a lot of my colleagues, they're from like PG, DC. So it's not many okay of me that's from Baltimore that is, you know, out here getting to it. So he always liked to remind me of that. And when I heard that he was even doing this, I didn't even know that he was doing it, but I just had received an email like, hey, you've been acknowledged, um, you know, the 35 under 30. And it just was like, wow, it's beautiful because it's not many people who like to give you your roses while you can smell them while you're here. Mm. And then it's also not many of your colleagues who even take the time to think outside of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? To right. even get light on other people. So the act in itself was just so selfless. And I just felt so grateful to just be acknowledged by um, one of my colleagues who also worked very hard. Um, so to take time out to think about me and everybody else who made that list was just like, wow, you're right. great to be a friend. So I felt really good about it. So, yeah, I mean, because, you know, entertainment as, you know, you're used to being on the opposite end, right? Exactly. So I definitely recognize at my approach of things is it's a win-win. So if I could have someone like yourself on the show, you know, to, to, whether it's to, to up my viewership, exactly. to share your message, um, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's a win-win, recognizing talent and giving that's those, those people. Exactly. Exactly. So... Um, you Now, you recently uh, made a quote saying, I was taught to lift as I climb so that my business can help change the lives of generations to come. Yeah. Talk to us more about this statement and how you've been lifting as you climb. Um, I feel like as the more I learn, the more I teach and the more I pass back. 
And not everyone will want to, not everyone will be open to receiving what it is, right? But the best I can do is just be an example and and teach myself and apply what I'm learning to my own brand and just be that example so they can see it. Um, and I'm going to continue to teach to those who are able to receive it. Like I said, um, I'm going to be able, if people want my help, I'm here, you know, so we can all continue to climb. But I just feel like the more you learn or the more richer you become or the more successful you become, it's your duty to go back and help uplift. It's your duty to go back and teach what you can. It's your duty to just go back and be a resource to other people who may not have it because God put you in this position for a reason. Like, so I wanted to create something that this is going to create game changers for many, many generations that come after me and generations that come before me because someone is always trying to look for a new stream of income. Someone is always trying to turn an idea and make it a reality. Someone's always trying to turn an idea and make it into a business. So this is going to always be something that can be here for many generations after I'm no longer here that can be a resource to other people to really help them change their life, you know, make them make a better living for themselves. And when I first created um, my business and started as an entrepreneur three years ago, I didn't really know. Cause like I said, I didn't go to school for this. So I had to learn everything along the way. So people don't know about trademarking or how to do it. So I, I wanted to put referrals, people that they can reach out to who can help them do it or the importance of a website. Cause now we have social media and people feel like that's all they need. No, you need a website because God forbid social media crash day of tomorrow. You need personal contacts. So I have someone in here who can help you create a website. Or if you want to know if you should be sole proprietor or if you should get an LLC or what you should identify yourself with entity, I explain all of that in here as well. So it's just all the questions that I had. I know I'm not the only one who had these questions. So I wanted to be able to provide all of those questions and answers in this book. So if I'm not here, like I said, it's still something that is here that you're still able to get all the answers to and have all the resources that you need. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, folks that's watching and listening, we have the game changer herself, Raven Paris, and um, she's schooling us and educating us. Again, the title of the book is The Game Changer. Um, I just want to point out a few things for those that's watching and listening. Uh, she talks about self-reflection. Um, you mentioned this, how to create your brand, um, how to get your tax ID, trademark information. I mean, there's a lot of good information in here. So I encourage you again to, to make sure you, uh, as we like to say, cop that book. Um, that <laughs> tell us, what's a typical day working with you like? Um, It's random. Like today on my schedule, I had a consultation um, with a client. And mm -hmm. then after that, I had to go do a filming. Um. And then after that, oh, then I had to do this. But these things be like hours. Oh, and then on top of that, also in the midst of that, I'm doing like a virtual um, back to school night for Baltimore City School. So I also was watching that because I had to pre-tape that. Right, right. Or two weeks ago. Um, so it's actually playing now. So I was watching that to see what I looked like, to see how it, it got edited up. So that's actually happening right now as well. It started at five o'clock. So I was tapping in with that. Now I'm doing this interview. And now I have a seven o'clock consultation with another client that I have. So every day is pretty much random. Um, 
tomorrow. I have to go now do personal stuff. I got I got a hair appointment and I have <laughs> like I have another appointment. And right. I have a lot to do that. I do every Tuesday and Thursday. I make sure I stay consistent doing that. The game changer series. Um then Friday. I, so it's like every day is different, but I just make sure that I put it all in my calendar so I stay organized. I'm making sure that I'm on time to the best of my ability and I'm not overbooking myself, but it, it's, I'd be all over the place, honestly. <laughs> no date is the same. Like, right. No, no, I, I get it. I, I definitely get it. Uh, I get it. My, my daughter said to me, I, I need to start working out if I'm going to keep at the pace that I'm going. Yeah. Right. Getting so. back to working out. I just did a fast at a juice thing. So I didn't eat for two days. Today was my first day eating something. Um, Did you freeze on me? Can you hear me? Can you see me? We're still live. Uh, We might have lost Raven for a second. I'm frozen right now. Let's check right quick. You're frozen, but I, I feel like I'm talking. Hello? You're good, Raven. Okay. It's him, of course. Okay, okay, okay. There you are. Yep. Okay. We're here. All right. Every so often we have a little uh, technical difficulties, but that's part of the game. That's part of the game. So, so tell us. Um, you know, you mentioned this, this COVID. You had to shift some things. What What would you consider a blessing in disguise for you as an entrepreneur during this time of COVID? And what would you consider a curse, so to speak? Yeah. Um, the curse is this new way of having to interact with people. I don't like the whole, the idea of fear that, you know, mm-hmm. if we happen to be around these people, if you happen to take your mask off, you just may catch COVID. Um, it's just the whole new norm that is still like very weird for me. Um, so I think that would be the curse, just not being able to be around your family or your friends or elders or just certain people how you used to be because we got to wear these masks. Like I'm mm-hmm. so affectionate and it's just, I can't really be like that anymore because you may catch something that may kill you. So I think that's the curse. But um, 2020 has actually been a, a blessing to me um, in a lot of different ways. One, I became a fiance. Oh, okay. Congra- <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and we've been able to move in our new place and I've been able to just be still and rest. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly don't know, at least I was able to rest a lot in the beginning, but I feel like now it's just like, now. I'm, I'm more busy now before COVID or I'm more busy now after because it's so much virtual stuff. So even if I had to record, if you got to do a filming, you can hop on Zoom or you got to help on your phone or you got to hop on IG. So it's just back to back to back. But in the yeah. beginning of quarantine, I would say I got to do a lot of resting. I got to decide and pick and choose if I want to do something, if I don't want to do something and not feel bad about it. Right. Um, I was able to spend quality time with family, um, with my parents. And I wasn't always able to be able to do that because I always felt like I needed to do be on the go basically before COVID. So it allowed me to rest. It allowed me to tap into um, being even more intentional. It allowed me to finally be able to get my game changer completed because like mm-hmm. I said, the idea was brought to me like two years ago, but it wasn't until I had to be still that I was able to apply it and, and really complete it and finish it. Um, so I just feel like this season allowed me to just become more close to the God, become more intentional and um, yeah, just do 
I'm in like a season of it's new. It's new. Right. I'm in a new season. I'm adjusting. I'm just leading by faith, not by sight. And I'm just being open to whatever it is that God had for me. So it's okay. been a for sure. I've been able to yeah. save money. I've been able to invest <laughs> money. You know, so yeah. Right, right. That's 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 always a good thing. You know, that that is principle number three of Love. living a rich life, financial freedom, financial freedom. Yes. Um, so there were there was two things that you mentioned. Um, you, you mentioned your engagement and you, yeah. and you mentioned your parents. So, uh, you know, my team is pretty good in doing their research. So, again, congratulations on your engagement. So how is your how is your planning going in the midst of your projects in COVID right right now? Um, how is my planning going regarding the wedding? Yes. Yeah, someone asked me about that today. Um, it's going swell. I would say I am not a bridezilla at this moment. Um, <laughs> Keyword key at this moment. That's what they said. They like, Ray, as it gets closer, you're going to be. But as of now, I think I'm pretty smooth sailing. Um, the wedding is going to be on April 11th of 2021. So I still have six months, but we've got like the mansion picked out. I've got my dresses picked out. He went and got his fitting done for his tufts and his groomsmen. I had my consultation for the girls and my bridesmaids dresses. So the main stuff got taken care of. We got our caterer taken care of, the menu figured out. Um, and now it's just, oh, decor. Majority of it is, is done and selected. I got to get some signature people, but like the big stuff, how much the bar is going to be. I had a budget and I wanted to stick to it. And mm -hmm. um, it's just giving me time to like, you know, balance everything out or reach out to this person who I know do that or reach out to that person who want to be involved in who can do that. Um, so all the main stuff is taken care of for the most part. I just got to now get, um, we got to really like figure out more of like our bar stuff. And my guest list is going to be the hardest so I'm not really trying to think about that part right now. Because since okay. it's COVID, it's like you can't really have too, too many. But I also have a big family. He have a big family. I have a lot of people that love me. So it's me trying to figure out that balance and also trying to figure out how I can maybe create like a live stream. So other people, if you can't be there, you can still watch it to feel a part. So that's going to be the hardest part. But everything else just been working out. I've just been okay. going to showrooms. I've been mm -hmm. going to Nordstrom's. So I've just been going to check out and going to visit the venues, the mansions, all the big stuff is taken care of. I also have a coordinator, so she plans it and I just, I just go. Uh, well, hopefully things will look in a better light in 2021, especially around April. And, and, and then you'll be able to have all those folks that love and, and adore you uh, show up. Um, so now the other piece were, were your parents. Um, now, not just your parents, but anyone else that uh, support you now was there any point in time this was something I struggled with with folks believing in in your dream of whether it's starting your podcast finishing a book or was there any type of doubt in anyone's in, in, in um, you know as you was going through that process and, and how did you overcome that because that's something that I experienced for sure I had to like I said I went to school for social work and mm -hmm. that was not well, that ended up being by choice, but it was kind of by force as well. Because, Like I said, I wanted to go to school for communications, but my parents is like, what are you going to do when you graduate? That field is so competitive. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, well, I'm not being a teacher. I'm not being a nurse. So it just social work was the, the most the most thing that we could like compromise. They knew we could make a compromise. All right, I'll go to school for social work. 
Um, but then after that, I was offered, so my internship, I was a family advocate. So I was actually taking care of the, my caseload consisted of biological parents who was trying to get their kids back. And um, by mm-hmm. the end of my internship, they had offered me a full-time job and I declined because I don't have time to be trying to start a whole new journey by being a, in that radio personality and have mm-hmm. all these parents' lives in my hand. I got to worry about them seeing their kids. <laughs> I got to worry about their caseload, finding housing. Taking, I just couldn't do it. And by me declining that full-time job, it's not often you graduate from college with a full-time job, benefits, salary. Um, so my parents thought I was crazy. Um, they, they thought I was crazy. You're not going to take this full-time job to work at Sprint part-time because you want to pursue a radio show. And da 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 I heard all of it. Um, but at the end of the day, as I tell everybody, you, that's why it's so important to goal set. Like I have goal setting inside the book too. Yes. Because yes. Once you're able to know who you are in this current moment and know who you want to become, then you can start writing down the steps that you need to take in order to become that individual. So I knew they had doubts and it's fine. This was something new for them. There's no one in my family that does what I'm doing. Um, so it took for me to actually lead by example to be able to paint the picture because everyone will not be able to understand your vision. People will try to project their fears onto you. So it's mm-hmm. up to you to have to know where you're headed so you can make the right steps to make it to that destination. So over time, you're painting the picture so then they can see it. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. now they they understand they're my number one supporters. Um, but starting out my first year to my step days, Oh, you know, you got your degree. I know I have my degree. I know what I could be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. but at the end of the day, you just tune out the noise and you focus on the mission, you focus on the goal. And, um, now they've been able to see what I do. So they don't question me. Right. I know. I know that's right. And you are a Morgan state university. Correct? Okay. Yep. Okay. Like, uh, like, like myself, MSU oh, in the house. Sir. Yeah, see, good people recognize good people, right? So what resource was the most helpful to you in building your confidence in, in South Perth as a young Mongol? Because, you know, you're, you're still relatively young. Yeah. Kind of. I'm about to be 29. I don't feel like I'm young anymore. Like, okay. I know a lot of people think I look young, which I do, but I'm about to be 30 next year. So I'll kind of be feeling old, honestly. Like, I need <laughs> to get my ducks even more in a row, but... Um, I would like to say my, my family, um, has been like, has helped me gain the confidence that I have. I'm in a family full of women. They're very strong, opinionated, loving, successful, um, women. So over time, like we grew up, I grew up in love. So I feel like when you grow up in love, that kind of helps with, you know, how you be yourself, how you love others, how you love yourself. Um, I would definitely have to say they, they help with that a lot um just it's important to always just tell your child how beautiful they are or how smart they are or that give them the confidence that they can do whatever it is that they want to do even if you don't exactly agree with it let them know right. their options but always still be that support system and um i would have to say my family helped install the confidence and stuff that i have within me and anything that i didn't have because we all have like insecurities mm-hmm. as well so growing up i was insecure about my teeth so as I got older, and my teeth wasn't horrible, but I just felt like if I'm going to be in front of cameras, I need them to be perfect. So any type of insecurity that you do have, you just acknowledge it and you work towards fixing it, whether it's your teeth, whether it's your weight, whether it's 
your looks. Some people believe in plastic surgery. Some people don't. But it's just certain things that you can change to make yourself more happy and comfortable with yourself. But you first have to be able to look at yourself in a mirror and love who that being is in that parent state. And, you know, if there's some things you want to change, be okay with that, too. But you got to love your soul. Because your soul is what reflects on the outside. And if you aren't really happy with yourself on the inside, no matter what you change on the outside, you're still not going to be happy. With yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. You, you mentioned family. So what legacy would you like to leave behind for your family in the future? What does that look like for Raven Paris? That, the game look, changer? that looks like um, their grandmama, great grandmama. She helped make a lot of people rich. She helped make a lot of people believe in just following your, your goals, being passion driven, being um God driven, allowing God to stare you to your destiny. Um, and she was a nice person. She was a good person. She actually cared about bettering other people's lives. She wasn't just selfish. She was selfless. And um, you was able to see the God in her. You was able to see the light in her. And due to her being so godly and helping other people, that left us with that left us with riches. And now we're able to be able to live a life of financial freedom we're able to live a life where we can do what we want and um because it's in us you know everything all the tools and resources are in us and now we're able to do it because our great 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 grandmama did it i know that's right i know that's right so there's there's one question i always ask my guests um but i want to first start it off with any advice for our viewers interested in entrepreneurship and any other extraordinary things you do what would you say to our viewers? Any advice if they wanted to start a new business? Yes. Um, one, go get the game changer. One, go get the game changer. If you're right now, get 15% off. I had to I had to change the code up because I think I said, long story short, the new code to get 15% off is game changer. Put in game changer and you will get 15% off. At first, I had the game changer and it threw it off. But... If you put in code Game Changer, you can get 15% off the book. But first, I would highly suggest that because it's a lot of times people just asking random questions like, oh, what do you think I should do? And I just feel like, I honestly have all of that in the book. So I think you should tap into that first. And then if you got more questions, then we can consult. But I put a lot of stuff already in there that can answer your own questions. Right. But secondly, be passionate about what you're doing. Um, because if you aren't passionate about it, it'll be easy for you to just give up and stop. And it's easy. And you don't want to just keep wasting money because you have to keep creating new businesses because this one didn't work out, but you're just being money driven. So it's not going to work out because you're not really passionate about it. So find something that you're really passionate about, something that really makes you happy, something that's going to keep you going. Because me starting out doing an internet radio show, I wasn't starting out getting paid. I was right. paying over $350 a month to have an internet radio show. And that's not including money. I had to pay for photo shoots, for marketing material, for my events. Like I had to invest a lot of money into my craft. But I was passionate about what I was doing. I knew where I wanted to go. So that's why I kept doing it. So just be passionate about whatever it is that you want to do. Invest in the game changer by investing to yourself. And... um. The third thing would be to just study, study, study your industry. Absolutely. Really do some research to find out um, who is doing what you're interested in doing. 
um, study how they're doing it. Um, you could pick up some of their habits, something that you like, some things you don't like, so you can learn to do it better. Um, but just really pay attention to the industry, whether it's hair, whether it's nails, whether it's consulting, whether it's radio. Whether it's radio. It's that's, 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 that's what I did. That's how I got you on there. I yeah. studied you and I said, hey, I'd like to get on the show. Okay. See? Whether it's radio, whether it's podcasting, whatever it is, it's, it's a market for everybody. So you got to learn to study it. And um, by you studying it, you become the best at it or you find your uniqueness. Find out what's different about you. My uniqueness is I didn't go to school for this. I went to school for social work. And everything I've learned and been able to do have been self-taught. So that's my uniqueness because it's really just passion-driven. So mm -hmm. those are three tips. Excellent, excellent. So we're, uh, we're coming close to that time. And as I mentioned, one of the things I, I always like to ask my guests, and I'm going to pose the question to you, what does living a rich life mean to Raven Paris? Living a rich life means to me that I've been able to take me, my man, my mom, and my grandmother um, on a nice paid trip. Maybe even my aunts can get in the mix. But I've been able to pay for all of us to go on a nice resort, like pay the whole time we did, pay everything is taken care of. And I don't have to worry about um, exchanging my funds from my checkings to my savings because it's just in there, okay? When my accounts are set up. <laughs> my accounts is good, okay? So they set up okay. really wealthy like that. Financial freedom. Financial, Financial freedom. freedom. That's what I feel like living a rich life will look like to me. Me just being able to take care of them because they've been able to take care of me. Um, and then honestly, everything else falls, falls um, yeah, falls in place at that. Because by that point, I'm in multiple schools. I've taught multiple students. I'm in colleges. I'm in all 50 states. Like, I'm just, I'm doing, doing what you want. at that point. I, I, I know that's right. I know that's right. So I, I do want to thank you for spending your time with us today here on Living a Rich Life. Um, please tell everyone that's watching and listening where they can find you and where they can contact you. Yes, you can find me. I'm on Instagram at Raven underscore Paris. I'm on Twitter at RavenParis underscore. You can go to my website, theravenparis.com. That's how you can reach out to me for any bookings. If you wanted to purchase the book, that's on the website as well. Um, yeah. That's All right. Okay. So those watching and listening, this is um, the time that I always hate, uh, living a rich life, our closing remarks. Um, so I want to thank you all for watching and listening tonight to Living a Rich Life Talk Show. I would like to leave each and every one of you with this message. Um, you're allowed to be disappointed. You're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to be scared. You're allowed to cry, but you're not allowed to give up. Thanks again to my featured guest, Raven Paris, for sharing her story. Uh, be sure to get a copy of her new book again, once again, The Game Changer. It is a must read. Um, until next week, once again, I am your host, Rich James, and I want you to continue to be inspired to live a rich life. Thank you again, yes, Raven. Uh, so it is, it is the fact that, you know, you are to reflect on the fact that this person, where did they show me signs that I could not trust them with?